Hi, I'm Big Nakrumah. And I'm Audio Nerd 64. And we are your gamer friends. We are your gamer friends. And we are your gamer friends. That was beautiful. Thank you. I, I don't think that was my best. I don't think no, it was my strongest. I was kind of, you saw me looking at you. I was like, where's, where's he going with this one? I, I sure. didn't know where I was going with it because they're all improvised. So much creativity in that mind of yours. It's a beautiful thing. Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. Logging on with releases, Mafia Definitive Edition, Baldur's Gate 3, Star Wars Squadrons, Super Mario Bros. 35, Crash Bandicoot 4, and Democracy 4, Pre-Order Mania, Oculus, Amazon Luna, No Man's Sky, Among Us, Nintendo, Apex Legends, Spider-Man Remastered, Ghost of Tsushima, and Cyberpunk 2077. In these past few weeks of nerddom, we're talking Peacemaker, Project Power, Nick Fury, Miss Marvel, and the MCU multiverse? Hmm. Hmm. On the home screen, we're talking Among Us, Horizon Zero Dawn, Watch Dogs 2, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and Star Wars Squadrons. So let's uh, log on here. We're getting this Mafia Definitive Edition release news. Everyone's kind of digging it. Yeah. It's not blowing minds, but it's like really solid. It kind of makes me want to pick this up. I was watching some gameplay because I was like, I don't know. Because remember, I loved the original Godfather game and I was like, oh, it's just going to be just like that, except less franchised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I'm willing to check it out, but I'm also going to wait for it to be on there. But it looks good. It could definitely wait for a sale. Um, for me, it reminds me a lot of what L.A. Noir kind of felt like. Yeah. Which I really enjoyed. I played that super late, too. I didn't finish it. I don't I was... remember if I played that while we had this podcast or not. Um, I think you did. I it was you were I pretty did. late to the game. Did I talk about it on the podcast? I think you did. Okay. Well, um, you know, I don't remember. Anyway, uh I I think that this is probably moving into my will play column. Okay. But eventually. Eventually. <laughs> I mean it looked good, but it's not like it's not gonna yeah. move anything around my schedule. Baldur's Gate 3 released for early access on PC. Uh, there were a bunch of delays initially to even get us to this point. Uh, people are really hyped about this game. I uh, have never gotten into Baldur's Gate and so cannot attest to the hype. But if you are a fan, just know early access is available now. You can go, you can go play it. Some of it, at least. Some of it. It's better than none of it. Star Wars Squadrons came out. Uh, we're going to talk about that in the home screen. You've been playing some of that. It's great. This is a little preview. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to say anything negative about it. Oh, interesting. Maybe. I haven't uh, played it yet, but it is downloaded. Ooh. Ready for me to dive in. Ooh. Just been a little obsessed with something else, but we'll talk about that later. Super Mario Brothers 35 is out in case you were like, oh my God, there's not enough Battle Royales in the world. <laughs> Let's get a Mario-themed one. Uh, basically functions like the Tetris one, where you can, you're can you running through just a level of Mario, and then you can send people, send enemies to people, fuck them up. Whoever lasts the longest on their run wins. Yeah, when you finish each level, they let you choose another level, or they randomly assign you one, depending on how you finish, because, of course, you can finish in different ways, as you all know from being 
I'm sure classic Mario fans and playing all these old I can't classic relate. Mario <laughs> platformers. Yeah, I can't either. I feel like there's a generational issue here where it's a bunch of like Gen X and really old millennials who are super hype about this and everyone else is like, that's cute. I don't yeah. know. Hmm. It does look really fun. I personally am not interested in playing myself, but I have been watching it. Uh, There was a retweet on the Twitter account recently that has some really insane gameplay. Just like really high level, holy shit, how is this possible? (laughs) And um, you should check it out if you're so inclined. Crash Bandicoot 4, it's about time. I have not heard much about this. You know, I didn't hear much about it either. I would hazard a guess and say that because this game is not for us, we have not uh, articulated a following of people who would have a lot to say about this. Okay. So if it is your thing, if Crash Bandicoot was the shit that you wanted to play back in the day, you have a, you have a sequel that you can go play right now. An invitation to talk to us about it on the show. Yeah, <laughs> You want to talk about Crash Bandicoot? Let us know. I just need like a new Spyro game. I would get into that. We're not a Crash Bandicoot household. Finally, Democracy 4 came into early access on Steam. Uh, Democracy is a democracy simulator, as you might be able to guess from (laughs) the title. Uh, The numbered iterations don't come out very frequently they kind of just update them for modern times. That might be the best way to put it. This sounds miserable. This does not sound like a fun game at all. It is. Fun is not the word. It is exactly the kind of game that I love. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but Democracy Simulator is not something that's selling me specifically. <laughs> you know? I, would, uh, I, I will put some gameplay of Democracy 3 below. Have you ever played one of these games? Oh, yeah. I love Democracy 3. Are you going to get Democracy 4? Uh, I probably will eventually. Maybe not when it's in early access. I'll, I'll probably wait for a the finished way, oh, you wait for the f- Oh, the full finished product. We'll have to wait for it to be perfect. Well, I also really, really like this game and want to support the developer. It's one guy doing it by himself. And so, so I kind of want to pay full price because I got onto the Democracy train pretty late and... I only bought the cheapest version of two and I bought the cheapest version of three because I didn't play three until way after it came out. Now I'm paying attention. So I want to support the full product. You know, I just, it's a beautiful thing. I can still be surprised in with video games. Hmm. Democra- uh, democracy simulator. That's something. <laughs> um. Ugh. So we have some crow to eat now that we're moving past these releases. We kind of said LOL Sony in response to uh, their launch for the pre-orders. It was a hot mess. It was a huge hot mess. Xbox joined in in making fun of them. They did. I think that was kind of why we were like, hey. (laughs) We're going to get our pre-orders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then... Listener, dear listener. Karma. We didn't. (laughs) (laughs) The Xbox pre-orders were just as much of a shit show. They truly were. We got up. We had timers. Multiple sites. Up. Ready to go. Right? We hit the sites. Hmm. 
All right, they're loading a little funky. But, you know, you don't hit that reload. You are in a queue. You're in a queue. Just like buying concert tickets, I know it's been a while since anyone living in the United States has bought a concert ticket. You got to wait. I got in on GameStop. Go to buy the thing. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do the financing option because right now I don't have any fucking money. There's $35 a month. Oh, sorry. $25 a month because it was the yes that I wanted. I was like, let's get it. And I thought I clicked it. And then I get to the checkout page and it's like, no, you're buying this full price. And I was like, no, I want the thing with the thing. What is going on? And I then don't I go know back. a single person that was able to get the financing. And then I clicked the thing. And I thought I clicked the right thing. It was confusing. They were in different boxes. It wasn't set up properly at all. At all. And then like, I eventually could see the pages from for uh, on Microsoft site and on Best Buy sites so on Target, and they were all a mess. None of them made sense. The launches for both pre-orders were a disaster. Absolute disaster. We just want to acknowledge that we made fun of Sony, and we need to also make fun of Microsoft for shitting the bed completely with an equal amount of diarrhea. Ew, ew, that's graphic. <laughs> oh. Um. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I lost my train of thought because now. Uh, um, um, oh, and we won't be getting new consoles until 2021. I mean, us. If you. Who's us? Me. Oh, you bought the. I got an Xbox. <laughs> he got to buy it outright. I, I, I did it. You I make more than mine. me, so that must be nice. That must be nice to have wealth. Hmm. It must be nice <laughs> to start a savings goal the moment new consoles are rumored. Well, you know what, Jordan? That all got sucked up. You know what my saving goal was, by the way? Wish I could. I had a savings goal for it, was it Jordan. $500. I know. I was predicting don't, things don't, years in advance. Don't do that. Don't do that. Years in advance. Don't do that. I'm just saying. It's my fault. Are you saying it's my fault? No. Are you, are you saying, saying it's my fault? I'm saying that $25 a month with years notice adds up. So you're saying it's my fault. Great. Hmm. Uh, another thing that won't be in my house anytime soon, the Oculus got a new update. That's cool. I guess. It's white. It's white. Uh, fuck Facebook. I have no interest in this. <laughs> <laughs> like beyond my disinterest in VR because I don't have space or I shouldn't even say money because I just said that I saved for several years for new consoles and so theoretically I could save for VR but I don't want to do that I just want to get my PC set I know I keep making the joke I actually am going to get a dock so I can clean out the drives hmm. you know the problem is that Chase gave me all of his old drives and they still had his OS on it so then it's like looking for two OS's it's confused and I have to figure that out anyway um, yeah I want VR at some point mainly just to play squadrons in it but okay well, I'll happily piggyback on that. Um, oh, when you're when oh you're yeah, when I can. That. Oh wait, sorry, I have to put twenty five dollars uh, a month for many months to be able to purchase it. That is how saving works. Yes. Are we going to fight today? Amazon Luna <laughs> has been announced. <laughs> uh, there was not a special event. It was just in the middle of like, hey, here's all the new shit we're going to do to track every bodily function that you have. <laughs> As a delivery company now that wants to take over as your a, entire life. As a book company. Books. Let's not forget. 
They were the online Barnes and Noble, and now the humble beginnings <sighs> of Jeff Bezos in his fucking garage with a three hundred thousand dollars. Oh, two hundred. It was only two. Oh, only two hundred thousand. My bad. The fact that it was more than two dollars <laughs> is foreign to many people. Of can you imagine having rich parents? Oh, it must be so nice. Anyway, anyway, it's Stadia two point no one asked for it, and it's embarrassing that it's better than Stadia. It is uh, leaps and bounds better than Stadia already. <laughs> it seems like they gave a little bit of thought to this <laughs> in a way that Google did not at all. I mean, I'm not interested in this, and I don't know anyone else who would be. And frankly, in Amazon, like Amazon does not need to come it into my house. Nope. The extent of my relationship with Amazon ends at my front door, as far as I'm concerned. And yeah. so... I personally would not be interested in having an Amazon Luna in my house for that reason. Also, you know, xCloud. Also, what is it doing for you differently than other... Like, why? What data is it scraping? True, also that. I mean, let's Um, not forget, you know, Microsoft is scraping data, but... But, like, you know, Amazon at least thought about this for whoever would be interested Google so clearly doesn't give a shit about Stadia that they actually released a new Chromecast that doesn't work with Stadia. That's chef's kiss. Beautiful. It's embarrassing. I feel so bad for the people who were like Stadia diehards. We're like, oh my God, this is going to be great. (laughs) It's like all the people got dicked over from the fiber optic shit. I can't imagine a situation where Stadia or Luna exists in the next like, three to five years unless some really amazing first-party studio work happens. Yeah, no. Like, theoretically, there are first-party studios for Stadia and for Amazon. We already know about some Amazon games, one of them that was so bad that they unreleased it, if you recall. (laughs) Um, What a time. I I just... That's sad. Without exclusives, I don't know how you force anyone to buy this, and I don't understand why anyone would choose this over Xbox and Sony when they... I don't know. Yeah, I think it's really a question of, like, all right, how much money are they going to throw at it kind of a thing? Like, Spotify's doing well for podcasts because they just threw a lot of money at podcasts. But, you know, obviously the money didn't go into Stadia, so Stadia sucks. Yeah. Anyway. Well, uh, if you would like... Another corporate overlord into your home? Perhaps <laughs> Amazon data. Luna is for you. VPNs, password managers. Shout out to Swivel. No Man's Sky got another huge update. Uh, apparently, they're planning on doing this once every year. Yeah, they're just going to give you a brand new game. <laughs> they realized they realize they when they realized, oh, we had to do this the first time, just to remake the game completely. They're like, oh, okay, let's just keep remaking the game, and they'll keep coming back. It worked. This is, I'm joking. But the list of updates is quite expansive. It is absolutely it's, bigger than what most AAA DLC content drops are. Yeah. Yeah, especially for an update. So it's just it's massive. Truly yeah. massive. Good for them. Yeah, if No Man's Sky is your thing, uh, I hope you've been enjoying your expansive playground. I believe there is some No Man's Sky coordination slash activity on the Discord, Ooh. which also just kind of got a little bit of a facelift. Oh, so we'd love to see it. Maybe it's the perfect time for you to join the Discord. Maybe. Also, I think some people have joined the Discord, but haven't said anything. Which is fine. And that is fine. You're more than happy. You're more than welcome to lurk. I would encourage you to say hello. 
and, don't and bite. to participate because it can be a lot of fun. It can be a lot of fun. Among Us, the hit mobile and PC game that blew up all over the fucking place. Your favorite Twitch streamer is streaming it. My favorite Twitch streamer is streaming it. Everybody's playing it. Your mom is playing it. Your grandma's playing it. The sequel's not coming. Why? Because it's just so good. They did not expect this shit to blow up so fast. So they're like, all right, no sequel, but we're going to work on making the original even better and more stable, which is dope. Yeah, they canceled it just so they could focus on this game. I hope that one of the things that they are planning on implementing into the current game is some kind of toxicity control. Yeah. Like... Someone called me a faggot the other day. <laughs> right, <laughs> right now, you can censor the chat, and so you won't see a lot of the abusive stuff, and they do have a pretty expansive list of words that you can't type in. But, you know, if you spell the N-word creatively... With the one say, and a... Well, I don't want to give anyone any oh, ideas. Oh. Well, our listeners wouldn't do that, so That's okay. true. I would hope that none of our listeners would do this. But, you know, if you get creative, then you can convey... The message. And I think that there should be something that auto detects stuff like that and is able to ban people. There's no report functionality right now. So I can't do anything other than kick someone. I mean, for the most part, as you can see in the Discord, we play with people that we know. And yeah. it's not a huge problem unless we open it up to the public. But, you know, if we've got eight people and we really want 10 and, and, you know, and we just it's open it's not really it up. a full experience. Yeah. So I hope they do something about it. Yeah. Um, Sea of Thieves is actually in hot water right now. What? Uh, the Rare devs have not done anything about toxicity, and apparently the streamers are so upset with how toxic the community has become that a bunch of them quit in protest. Like, they're they're basically not going to play the game until the game gets fixed with regard to toxicity. That's wild. Good for them. I mean, this is, a- this is like... The relationship between streamers and games that they play is really weird because yeah. they both make money off of each other. Yeah. Sea it's of Thieves like a, is making money because people are playing Sea of Thieves and they're making money by playing Sea of Thieves. What do you call that relationship? It's not symbiotic. I do think it's symbiotic. Isn't parasitic? Oh, no. That no, it's mean? not parasitic because a parasite only one person benefits. Right, it's symbiotic. It's symbi- okay, it is symbiotic. Yes. Look, it's been a long time since I've taken a biology class, okay? <laughs> it's been a very long time. Uh, yeah, no, that's really strange and good for them. Yeah, I mean. Force their hand. Damn. That's what, that's what workers do. I, I don't know that that's I think a blurry Twitch line. streamers are workers. That's an interesting well, conversation for us to have. I think they are. It's just a different... Like, I think the relationship or the, like, the exchange of labor and or whatever, I can't... I'm not... I'm Marxist rusty. It's it's a it's a different... Mm, the relationship is weird because, like, technically you, like, are doing it on Twitch. But, you know... Oh, how am I trying... You know what I'm trying to say here? I do know what you're trying to say. I think that the issue is that... Twitch is really their boss, not Microsoft or Rare. Yeah. But the decisions that Microsoft and Rare make affect exactly that, like yeah, a lot. Like if you want to talk about a parasitic relationship, Twitch is parasitic because <laughs> I mean, like yeah, they can promote occasionally, but unless you're getting constant promotion or guaranteed promotion, it is just kind of a one way street. Yeah. But at the same time, like they you know provide this platform with 
literally millions and millions of average users every minute. Yeah. They're essentially contract workers, and it's, it's similar to like the situation that like Uber and Lyft were going through over in um, California. Like, are they employees or are they not? Do you have to provide benefits or not? So, I think legally speaking, that's true. But from a Marxist yeah. perspective, what yeah. they're doing is a little in the gray area. I think. Hmm. That's another. That's a. We, we should have a longer discussion. We should that. have a longer discussion about this. Um. Anyway. Uh. Good for the Sea of Thieves streamers who are standing up to Rare and, and the machine of toxicity. Nintendo announced the Sword and Shield DLC, The Crown Tundra, the second one, is uh, going to drop on October 22nd. I know Bray is going to be enjoying that. If you remember from our conversation with him, I think back in July, he was very excited for this. So, Yeah, I hope that everyone who is playing this current gen of Pokemon has a lot of fun with it. Um, I don't understand the trailer because I <laughs> didn't play the game. <laughs> so I don't really get uh, all the things that are being added, but people seem uh, hype as usual. So good for them. There's also some news about like Pokemon Bank and it's going to work with Pokemon Go and stuff like that. So if you're into uh, all of that, definitely check out the uh, Direct that came out. Didn't they also, like, change Pokemon Go so you can, like, play it in your house more? I think. Yeah. I don't know. That's wild. Who would have thought? That was a, that was a great time in my life. <laughs> I met so many people. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Let's go back. <laughs> Nintendo also announced that uh, the meme has become alive. Much like Battletoads became a real thing again. <laughs> Minecraft Steve is uh, actually joining Super Smash Brothers along with Alex, Zombie, and Enderman. And I don't know what any of that means. Well, Alex is a, is like the woman. Oh, so it's Minecraft the, the, Steve and Minecraft Alex? Yeah. Alex and Steve? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Uh, zombie? Is it like a Minecraft zombie? Oh, it's... It's, these are all Minecraft characters. Got it. It's been a minute. I was like, why? I thought it said Enderman. I was like, Slenderman? Why Slenderman? <laughs> oh <my. laughs> now it's that Even work? I know that there's Enderman in Minecraft. <laughs> I have not played Minecraft. Let's see. It's 2020. I don't think I have touched Minecraft in like five or six years. Well, a third plug for the Discord. <laughs> uh, congratulations, by the way, to gamer friend and friend of the show, Jack, on uh, becoming a dad. We love that. recently. Gamer baby. And uh, in order to continue to game, because gaming is life, uh, he has taken up <laughs> Minecraft. <laughs> oh, really? Because it doesn't require communication, really. And he can drop it mm. at the, the, the minute the baby cries. So uh, maybe now is an opportunity for you to get Unless he's back fighting, into Minecraft. You know, an Enderman. Well, I think that he'll just die. Right. That's true. Or like, can you be safe at night by being inside? Yeah, that's how you. Yeah, that's the thing about like it's it's that's why I really don't like Minecraft because it's the nighttime shit and you gotta like it's spooky, it's scary. I don't like it. Do they even have nighttime in the in the Discord server? Yeah. Like, we have a server on Minecraft. And by we, I mean, like, Jack paid right. for it. <laughs> so, we all contribute in our ways. Didn't 
isn't it like they don't have that? You could turn off nighttime? I don't know. I don't play this game. <laughs> Clearly. Look, they're, <laughs> they're all coming to Smash. And Smash officially has too many characters, but I know this will excite some of you if you want to pay for them. Also, the memes are going to be great. The memes are going to be out of this world. The yeah. trailer was cute. Um, Apex Legends announced crossplay a few months ago. Woo! And it came out. They announced a surprise beta. Um, it dropped with the new event that came out, the collection event. Um, we are not going to talk about this in the home screen, but we obviously have played it. And uh, <laughs> we got in with a PlayStation person, I think. And yeah, it, it, it didn't. Fine. It, I was like expecting to see like a PlayStation logo, but it's just a controller logo. And I was like, maybe oh, okay. that means they were PC. No, I would expect like a keyboard. Uh, I don't don't know. Well, the way that the matchmaking does is if you're on a console, you will only get matched with other console people. Right. And if you're on a console and you have a PC player that you invite or are invited by and you decide to play with that PC person, then all bets are off. Godspeed. Yeah, they will put you into PC lobbies if you play with a PC person. But if you're just playing with PlayStation or Xbox people, depending on your you know native console, there will be console-only lobbies. Don't invite me. I don't care if I have the thing with the triggers. It's not enough. I, I won't be able to keep up. Yeah, I don't know about playing Maybe with I can PC keep, people. I don't know. We'll I'll, see. I'll, 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 yeah. You know, <laughs> console gamers don't get enough credit. For the way that we have to actually fucking aim and not just use oh, mouse. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. If you have a problem with that, <laughs> big underscore Nakruma <laughs> at on Twitter. And you can also just come Console up. Console gamer rights. You can also just come up in the Discord and tell him to his face. I am not. We are not. Ooh, I'm not we touching that. We are really going after the Discord. No, 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 no. Link in the show notes. Spider-Man Remastered. <laughs> they told this man that he was too ugly for next gen. That listen, is mean, in my opinion. Listen. So Insomniac decided to replace Spider-Man's entire face in the PS5 upgrade. Mm. Um, and the reason that they gave us was so that uh, the face matched better with the voice. Hmm. Um, and the reason that many people are guessing is the actual truth on Twitter is that because the actor looks more like Tom Holland. Hmm. I don't even agree with that. I- <sighs> he looks more like Tom Holland because he looks more boyish. Because he, he looks younger, yeah. I yeah. don't know that he looks like Tom Holland now. Yeah. I feel like it's like the same thing with the Avengers where they did the face re-skins re- or whatever. They redid the faces. But like they don't look more like the movie characters, but they you're kind of like, you know. I don't think there was anything wrong with the existing model. Um, and I don't agree that it changes or suits the voice better because that's what you we played the game right we like is like, this nigga's voice to this nigga's face association already <laughs> Why do we it's to, not a i don't understand I, truly bizarre uh if i was in charge of whatever decisions we're making i'd be like this is a waste of fucking money right <laughs> just make everything look prettier because like no one else's face has got changed is it's bizarre is i what it would is. be really offended <laughs> 
Yeah, I feel bad for Homeboy. Because bottom line is, we do not think that this face belongs on a PS5. That's what they said to him. They said, you're not next-gen. No. You're, this is... You don't in, have a next-gen face. We're in 3008. Your face is 2000 <laughs> and late. We want that boom, boom, boom. I just think that that is the worst way I've ever seen anyone called ugly by a corporation <laughs> in my entire life. Yeah, that's rough. They really pulled some on-viv shit over here, and I'm disgusted. Yeah. Well, um, we'll we'll see. I still haven't made up my mind about Spider-Man uh, Miles Morales because I still don't know if I can buy the $70 version and play on PS4. They did tease, though, the Spider-Verse suit in the game. They did. It uh, looks great. It does look really good. I'm excited. <sighs> Ghost of Tsushima's multiplayer content is arriving on October 16th. Uh, very excited about that. Hopefully I will be done with what I'm currently playing by then. That way I can have like a week or two with that before <laughs> Watch Dogs comes out. I feel like time is running out for me to get things done. Time is running out. <laughs> time is running out. But don't out. forget, you also have the holidays to catch back up. <sighs> but like we're be so oh, deep in is. cyberpunk. Exactly. Gonna, like, will yeah. I be on my second replay of Cyberpunk, or will I still be completing my first playthrough? You decided to do every side mission because I will. I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, let's not game only sucks. why wouldn't I, but also I am such a map clearer. Yeah, at heart, that yeah. Hmm. it's it's you're weird. Um, <laughs> you're a completionist. I'm really excited about it, though. Uh. uh <laughs> Fingers crossed that it lives up to the uh, base game. Because now that this multiplayer content is coming out, I'm going to be judging it as part of the total package for Game oh. of the Year. Oh. And as you will hear about in the home screen, sometimes DLC <laughs> would change my opinion about things. Is that, can you, is that, what, is that mm. how that happens? Mm. Mm. We'll see. Last but most infuriating... <laughs> You thought I was going to say, but not least. And you tripped us up. You tripped me up. I, I was like, oh. Hmm. Cyberpunk. They, over at CD Projekt Red, went out of their way to contact Jason Trier several months ago and say, hey, guess what? You know all these other studios who are in trouble right now for crunch? It was like, you do know about them because you wrote about them, Jason Shire. <laughs> we have a surprise for you. Oh. At CD Projekt Red here in Poland, we will not be requiring any crunch to complete Cyberpunk 2077. It comes out when it comes out. You'll get it when you get it. And we all said, hallelujah. And Jason Shire said, bet, let me talk to y'all again in six months. Well, <laughs> someone did follow up with Jason Schreier. <laughs> and uh, this is actually really fucked up. They are demanding crunch. It is a six-day work week until the game comes out, which means over a month of six-day work weeks. There's a lot of speculation about what happened. A lot of people are theorizing that it is COVID-related that because of lost time due to COVID, they have to make it up via crunch. And unfortunately, it's just the shake of the die because of the pandemic, which is, to me, the most acceptable answer. Yes. Then also, like, say that instead of being like, right. we just went gold this week. Yay! Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're making money! 
Like if it's an inevitability because of the pandemic, that is the most sympathetic you're ever going to see me regarding the issue of crunch. Yeah. Because honestly, then the answer is move the date back. Clearly, they don't have as much control over their shareholders as they implied. Right. Um, because, yeah, why not just move it back again? I I get because you really committed to this hard date. But the first delay was after the pandemic really kicked off. Yeah. So I think they were thinking they would only lose X amount of hours, but they actually lost Y amount of hours. Mm. And so whatever the case may be, there are a few silver linings. Which is that they're actually getting paid for all the overtime. So over in the U.S., if you work overtime and you're a salaried employee, you are shit luck. It's literally in your contract and in your job classification in the U.S. legal code that, like, you don't qualify for overtime if you are a certain type of worker. And a lot of companies make you that type of worker. To <laughs> so take advantage extra of labor. You love it. Capitalism is the best system we could have made for ourselves. Yeah. <sighs> but because CD Projekt Red is in Poland and the law requires that you pay your employees for overtime, they will be getting paid for all of this crunch. They will be getting paid for all the crunch. It is only a month in the grand scheme of things. But I'm not here to make excuses for CD Projekt Red. It is ultimately really fucked up. You will all remember, I didn't play Red Dead in part because I was really, really upset by how horrific the crunch stories were. Not just that they were crunching, which is bad enough in and of itself, given how much money Rockstar has and how little they needed to do that. But very specifically, because of the horror stories. We have not yet heard horror stories coming out of CD Projekt Red regarding this, but at the end of the day, working people this much for any amount of time, but like over a month, that is not healthy. It's not healthy. It's really not acceptable. I hope all of them are going to get major time off afterward, but they probably won't because they're going to be doing bug fixes and a bunch of other like ticket stuff for the game after it comes out. And multiplayer is not done yet. Right. Oh my God. It's going to be multiplayer. I'm pretty sure it's going to be like GTA online, but cyberpunk. (sighs) So your bi-weekly reminder from your gamer friends that labor is bad. It's yeah. bad. I uh, I feel a little bit hypocritical by still being committed to playing this, but I will make a commitment to the audience. In spite of my hypocrisy, if we do hear that like the crunch is no different than it is over here, and yeah, they're getting paid, but the conditions are so awful and people are quitting because they're having mental breakdowns and stuff like that, like... Yeah. I I uh I think I will have to be consistent and uh, not play, not play this game. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it's probably worse than what we know, and like I feel like the Rockstar stuff is probably also worse than what we found out. You know what I mean? I think generally things are worse than what we know, like as a rule, mm-hmm. and also there is absolutely ample opportunity for them to talk shit about CD Projekt Red in the press right now, given how big of a story this is. And the fact that we haven't heard anything, not just nothing too bad, but like we haven't really heard many firsthand accounts. This whole story is like based on an email that got sent out company-wide and then Jason did some reporting and they actually confirmed that this is real and this is happening. But there are not like 
oh my God, this is the worst experience of my life stories yet. If it gets to that point before release, I cannot in good conscience, I don't think. Play. AKA, please, dear God, Jesus, (laughs) let there not be (laughs) horrible stories. I want to play this game. We want humane crunch. Yeah, we we want compassionate capitalism. Ugh. Conservatism? That's what it was. <laughs> compassionate conservatism. <laughs> we're we're rehabilitating George W. Bush. We're just like every other liberal. We are moving ahead to these past two weeks. Wishing Trump done. well. Um He's Hitler, but like he's gotta get better because we're you know, why would of course we want Hitler to get better. And here I foolishly thought we were going to get to the whole episode without... Nope. It was <laughs> foolish of you to think that. It was that. very foolish. And with that, we are moving ahead, forging ahead to these past two weeks in nerddom. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just going to keep it moving. Peacemaker, be played by John Cena in the Suicide Squad reboot, is getting a spinoff on HBO Max, also directed by James Gunn. So he's definitely going to die. Yeah. Which is cool. Well, uh, good for them for building the bench of DC stuff. Yeah. I mean, fuck, I'm tired. But, you know, I'll watch the 10-part, 52-hour Justice League Snyder cut, and then I'll have this to check out right after. Huh. Well, I I hope you enjoy that. <laughs> I will uh, be doing other things it's at that time. Four hours. So I kept forgetting to put this on, which kind of encapsulates our thoughts about this. Um, We did watch Project Power, and we actually watched it two episodes ago worth of time. Yeah, a month. We watched it a month ago. We watched it a month ago. Um, I always kept forgetting about it, too. So, you know. Here's the thing. Visually, it was actually really impressive. It was. I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. Yeah. Fuck the yeah. action was pretty good. And it was really good. They did some weird things, some unconventional things. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. The mechanism of superpowers was, I, I think, interesting. Standard. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Okay. I would say the potential for it being interesting was there. I don't think they took it far enough for me. Right. Well, that's actually the the main the main brunt of my critique. Uh huh. Is that. It wasted <laughs> its potential it entirely. The script was awful. The script was horrendous. The acting was just like... It was fine. It was okay. I, I hope, yeah, the, the young woman mm-hmm. that was in... I hope she... she was, what was her name? We don't know. We don't know. I don't know any of the characters' names. I don't remember any of the characters' names. Um, it was an awful story. It didn't make any sense. No. It was disjointed. And ultimately forgettable. Yeah. And what kills me, I really hate, I feel like this is a, a theme in most sci-fi or like whatever these types of movies we're calling them, I don't know anymore. Um, that the science behind them is interesting or could very well be interesting. Like they mentioned Henrietta Lacks by name and I was like, oh, this could have been an interesting place for it to go. Some racial shit, Maybe. And they were like, ah, oh, here's like this little footnote at the end of the movie. It was like, oh, let's explain the science just so that way like you nerds can get at And then it was like, uh, but we're not going to explore any of this. I was no. like, what the fuck? What? Why was this even here? What the fuck? It was, uh, it was not great. Mm-hmm. I can't recommend that you watch it. If you have uh, 
time to burn and you would like to see a visual spectacle, then I guess. I, it was a fun. You can just look up the action sequences on YouTube, though. That, true. I think it was a fun <laughs> way to. no plot that you'll to be Just missing. a week. You know, sit down, <laughs> put on the backlit TV, make yourself just a regular cocktail. Don't, don't make a power-themed one because I don't think it deserves it. But, you know, it's a movie. It's a popcorn movie. You're not going to walk away feeling great. I mean, it's fine. Whatever. I don't regret watching it. It was, it was an experience. Are you going to do that thing even when we don't mention explicitly, like, going to a movie theater? Well, yeah, because I'm not going to go to a movie theater for, no, like, it's like, three years. I see. There, it's done. So... I want to wrap this up with some Marvel news. As we always do. We are <laughs> hypocrites. I don't know why you even announced that. What else do we do here at Gamer Friends besides mm. wrap up nerddom with Marvel news? Well, you know, sometimes we don't. <laughs> we said we we're going to stop talking about casting. I just, <laughs> I just want to say Iman Vellani's name. She's going to be Miss Marvel, first Muslim superhero in the MCU. Very excited about this. Uh, I don't know anything about what the show is going to look like or anything. I'm also really interested in how they square her with Fantastic Four, given how Mr. Fantastic and Miss Marvel have the same powers. Hmm. I mean, kind of. Well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah to what extent. I just, look, I just hope the CGI is popping. Like, I know it's going to be Disney Plus. I know it's going to be, you know, one it of the big budgets. It needs to be budgets, really good, but it needs especially to be for really fucking good. And for She-Hulk, to be honest with you. Yeah. Nick Fury is getting a show, too. I'm tired. Or is it going to be us? He's going to be a scrawl the whole time. I, was, I don't know. I was so mad about that. I'm very excited about this. I'm a, I'm here for it. I want, like, secret agent Nick Fury, you know? I, I think that's what it's going to be. People. I want a homegirl. I want Colby to come back, too. That's I hope I that I hope that she's in it. I want I, I need a buddy shield. She has movie. her own show right now on ABC, but it's probably canceled. Yeah, fuck it. Stumptown was that what it's called? I don't know. I think it was called Stumptown. This is gonna be a cop of candy show, isn't it? Ooh. Shield is the, well, it's gonna be Sword. Shield is Ops. Uh Sword is Space Ops. Right, but he's in space and Shield doesn't exist anymore. Mm, that's a fuzzy anyway. Uh what are you talking about? Someone doesn't watch a certain TV show in the morning. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Fair enough. Uh, okay, do look I at, need to look, fucking look watch this, Agents of look S.H.I.E.L.D.? Look at this fucking super fan. <laughs> I mean, it, it's not a, it is not a clear cut answer. I see. So for the sake of not sounding like an idiot on my podcast, I won't say. I see. Okay. Um, That's not all, though. Again, Really don't want to dwell on casting news, but there was this big rumor that Jamie Foxx actually confirmed himself and then deleted the evidence of. This nigga, I was so <laughs> mad. Apparently, he's coming back to Spider-Man 3 as Electro, Spider-Man 3 being MCU Spider-Man 3. Right. And there have been a lot of speculatory pieces as of late where Marvel was tinkering with some multiverse ideas. Obviously, Doctor Strange is going to be about the multiverse, but I think that we actually have a theory to discuss at this point, which is that Wanda creates the multiverse, or at the very least, accesses the multiverse, yeah. and that is set up in her show. 
it then becomes an MCU-wide issue in Doctor Strange. Right, because Wanda's going to be in that. Right, she's a main character in the Doctor Strange movie. She may or may not create the X-Men as part of the show or as part of the movie. Um, And then because there's now multiverse shenanigans, it makes sense when we heard about, oh, Tom Cruise as Tony Stark. And, oh, Electro from a different Spider-Man movie. And, oh, these rumors about Sony contacting other old people and the J. Jonah Jameson cameo at the end of Spider-Man 2. Like, the pieces are kind of fitting together that they might be moving towards some kind of big, like, multiverse movie, perhaps Secret Wars, as the big event for the next uh, arc. And I think that's a really interesting idea. It is a really interesting idea. It's interesting. I, I, I don't Can know. Can you imagine a Spider-Man movie with all three of the Spider-Mans? That's going to be wild. And, like, congratulations for Miles Morales leading the way. Like, leave it to black Right, like, people. maybe <laughs> that's how they end the Spider-Man trilogy is by passing the torch to Spider-Woman or to Miles Morales. Oh, yeah, no, I'm just saying, because, like, uh, the Spider-Verse movie... Maybe could have just been a proof of concept at this point. Mm. I don't know. That's kind of, that's like hugely big. And like, it's weird because like Sony's MCU connection is like very strenuous. Well, they cleared that up too, kind of. They They did? They made it clear that their counterparts are still going to play the villains in other Spider-Verse movies or whatever. So... Theoretically, they could be setting up a Sinister Six movie with Spider-Man 3, or maybe Spider-Man 3 is when the Sinister Six get somehow ported from their various dimensions or whatever. I don't know how they're going to do it, but I think it's really interesting to think about, and I think what's most interesting, what's most fun for me as a Marvel supremacist is that they might beat DC (laughs) to Flashpoint. Like, Flashpoint is this big multiverse event in DC, and they've already done all this promo about it and stuff like that, but now it's getting pushed, and it might not come out till 2022. If Spider-Man 3 beats it, and we get all this multiverse uh, shit, and they, like, do it better, uh, and what if Flashpoint sucks? Uh, here's the thing about Flashpoint, and that the thing that Marvel doesn't have, which was teased in DC's... Uh, big arc thing that we talked about that I can't even fucking remember the name of. Fandom? What? No. Uh, the best with like all like with all the the CW shows. Uh, what was it? Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yes. DC has an archive of just a whole bunch of shit that they can pull from. Like if Michael Keaton has, it gets to play Batman again, like that is just like something that Marvel doesn't have. Because we're talking about movies that are fucking what? 20, 30 years old now. They really only have that back catalog for Spider-Man. I agree. But. X-Men maybe. Yeah, X-Men. That's. Just, ooh, 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 I don't that, know. That I mean, solve. Hugh Jackman's not coming back. Right? Oh, I don't know about that. I think he said he was done. I think he said that it needed to be really good. But Dimensions? I don't know. I feel like we're getting into weird Marvel shit. And I get. The weirder it gets, I get more and more nervous about it not being good. Now that they, they haven't failed me yet, because like Guardians of the Galaxy could have been. That's fucked. the thing. Uh, they Endgame, handled. They handled Guardians. Time travel. They handled Ragnarok. 
They handled Endgame. Like, I'm confident in the team. I start losing people on dimensions and shit. Like, what the fuck is that? Well, it's definitely going to be simplified. There's no way they're going to create multiple dimensions and then have them still exist or have them still be potential threats. Right. I I think it's going to be like the Spider-Verse movie where it was a contained event. So now we are aware of the Spider-Verse, but we are not constantly plagued. Plagued is not the right word. Anyway, it is speculation, but I am excited about the possibilities here. I'm exhausted by them. Um, Since you're so exhausted, why don't you drop some music? Maybe I will. We've been playing Among Us, both of us. We have. We've been gaslighting the shit out of each other. It doesn't feel good at all. Oh, I love it. Of course you would. <laughs> you manipulate a piece of shit. A lot of fun. We had a gamer friend, Jen, in a few games with us in the past <laughs> week. Jen is a big fan of talking during rounds, which is not something that we normally do. But we'll talk about things, obviously, that are not related to the game, such as pizza making. And there was one particular round where she literally went around and slaughtered half of the map while casually talking about (laughs) mushrooms or something. No, it was talking about pizza. It was like, what's the best pizza? Because she was talking about Chicago pizza. And I had feelings, but I didn't want to contribute to the trolling because I knew that's what was happening. It was was a, a power move. It was a power move, a 500 IQ Power move. Oh, my God. Shout out to Jen. Hats um, off to you. If you're not on this Among Us bandwagon... What are you doing? I, I don't know. It's, it's free on mobile. It is so much fun. I promise you. You're going to have a lot of fun playing this game. But don't play with randoms. Play with friends. <laughs> don't play with friends. No, because you will. someone called me a faggot. If and I was like, oh, my God. Randoms, make sure that the chat is censored. Yeah, it was very rude. 100%. How did they know? That was my response. I said, excuse me, that is Mr. Faggot to you. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, my God. Anyway. Um, You've continued with Watch Dogs 2? I have. Uh, I'm up to the part now where it was right after the one where you um, sabotaged the rocket ship. Okay. And then Satara's like, I don't like you, old man, with dreads. Mm-hmm. You're you you you're weird, or you're coming. Don't use Marcus, and he's like Marcus is a big boy, and I'm like, okay, this is weird, but yeah. yeah so that's where I'm at. You're close. Oh really? You get, I mean, you're getting there. I mean, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like ugh, but I'm like also I want to finish this fucking game before the Legion comes out. You may get there before Legion comes out. <laughs> no, <laughs> I need to finish it. Uh, but it is a lot of fun. But it's also like, because I'm the kind of person who's like, all right, I guess I'll drive to each thing instead of like using fast travel because I take immersion seriously or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of these missions are hard as fuck without killing people. 
It did take a long time. I yeah. am abusing the, not the power, but I am abusing the mechanic that lets you, like, call the cops on someone. Like, you fake an APB and the police come and arrest them. And I'm like, sometimes I'm like, these places are, like, hella restrictive. How do the police even get here so quickly? But then they do, and then they take away someone for you, and it's great. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I that mean, is uh, really interesting. Look, they just get arrested. Is you it know? called the Amy oh. Cooper? Actually, sometimes they do get into fights. Sometimes they, like, the... It's, I usually do it with, like, if it's, like, the security people, because I don't like them either, because they're, like, mm. they're cops, too. So I'm just mm-hmm. like, I'll call the cops for the cops. Yeah. But sometimes it'd be, like, the Omni whatever security unit is now shooting up the police to shoot out, and then I run around, do my little zippity doo dah thing. Mm-hmm. You gotta stay in the shadows. Stay in the shadows. Good for you. I was, oh, wait, I'm mad because they killed off... I hope you put a spoiler. <laughs> I'm just going to bleep it out. You have to bleep that out too. I do. <laughs> I do. I have to bleep out two things. If you know, you know, you can fill it in. You can fill it in. But I'm a, I am was like, damn. Yeah. We just we, I was just talking about how great it is at how they treat. Got to bleep that out now too? Unceremoniously killed. I was like, hmm. Hmm. come on now. Travesty. Travesty. I still like the game, though. Um, It's interesting that you say that. Uh, I've been playing a different <laughs> Ubisoft game, trying to get through my back catalog before these new fucking games come out. Valhalla is right around the corner, and I never played the Assassin's Creed Odyssey DLC, even after I named it my game of the year. And I am really glad that I did not play the DLC immediately. That's Uh, rough. It didn't come out soon enough that it would have changed my game of the year uh, decision, I don't think. No, I don't think. It definitely didn't come out early enough to change it. In retrospect... (laughs) We're redoing the list. I think if Spider-Man's politics were better and less obscene, I might have placed it above Odyssey, but Odyssey is still hanging in there because of that. And I didn't play Red Dead that year. Red Dead probably... uh, I I, I don't know. What I will tell you is that the DLC is really fucking bad. (laughs) It is really poorly written. It is really poorly paced. There is something incredibly homophobic, which we've talked about. Yeah. uh, But they force you to have heterosexual sex and have heterosexual children and I was not role playing as a heterosexual and so look at all the homophobia we experience collectively (laughs) this is this is collective community trauma we need to sue somebody we need to take it to the streets so the fix for this because there was an outcry at the time was that you can basically ditch the relationship but they don't prevent it from happening. It's It was not a good narrative choice. They were trying to be cute because what it turns out is that your descendant is the first assassin. Um, or at least I should say that she establishes the assassin brotherhood, um, which you were married to her in Origins. Again, hearkening back to the fact that Origins was supposed to be about Aya and not about Bayek. But Sex whatever. hasn't happened. Yeah, sexism happened in a lot of different ways. And uh, we got what we got. The second DLC was about (laughs) 
like real world stuff. And let me just say, I've never been less interested in a real world character in these games. It is a really awful storyline. It is convoluted. It is confusing. I don't know who's good. I don't know who's evil. I'm just playing it. And so I'm hoping that Valhalla actually makes it clear what is going on in the real world because I I don't, it, it is so muddied, uh, that second DLC has so muddied the waters for me that it it takes away from the fact that the DLC itself, like the fact that they took you to new locations and you got to play in Atlantis and you got to play in the underworld and you got to Atlantis. play in the heaven kind of, or I forget what it's called. Anyway, it, it, it harkens back to Origins DLC, which I actually really loved. If it wasn't for this real world storyline... I would have really enjoyed the second DLC. But the first DLC was just atrocious. The second one (laughs) was a mess narratively. And so overall left a pretty bad impression on me. Um, I'm almost less excited for Valhalla because of it. Wow. And, And for two reasons. The second being that I've also picked up Horizon Zero Dawn. It's been a long time on my list. I should say Assassin's Creed Zero Dawn because <laughs> it is just another Assassin's Creed game. Which, which is why you're so into it. I just, I do love that formula. Let's <laughs> let's not um, Fucking. tell lies. I do love the formula for most Ubisoft games. This is very much that formula. The difference is that you're fighting metal machines instead of people for the most part. The combat is so deep in... Horizon Zero Dawn, that it 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 doesn't put Odyssey to shame. Like Odyssey is definitely deeper combat than you'd think, mm. but Horizon Zero Dawn's combat legitimately is some of the most fun that I have had in a really long time. The machines are simply massive. A lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been in plenty of fights that I was not prepared for, that I should not have survived. Yeah, but you're a completionist. You're running around the map. I literally found an endgame boss just by trying to clear the map. <laughs> Didn't you pause before. it and call me to come see the thing that you had to fight? It <laughs> I was quite I was like It was a monstrously sized bird. It's very large. And it was a cutscene thing. Like I died immediately the first time. And I was like, oh good, they're gonna send me back down the mountain and I don't have to worry about this. And now I know that it's like endgame stuff, so I shouldn't bother with it. No, it just started the fight over again. <laughs> It was a solid hour. I I was fighting oh, this thing for like an hour. No. It was a uh, it was a mess. So I will keep it short. Um I have a lot more to say, but I'm thinking we should maybe have a in-depth discussion about it uh when I actually finish. I am not close to finishing, but I was told today the DLC which I do own for this game uh is apparently intertwined in the end of the main storyline and that I should finish the DLC before I finish the main storyline. So that's what I'm going to do. And oh, that's confusing. What? I, I We'll see. Nerdy told me that that's what I should do. I'm going to follow Zer's recommendation and, and do that first. Mm-hmm. Um, I am massively overleveled already. Like, oh. my main keep- campaign mission is like level 17, I think. And okay. I am level 31. <laughs> 
also these damn completionists. (laughs) I'm very excited. Um, It's just so good. If you have not played Horizon Zero Dawn and anything about Assassin's Creed interests you or you enjoy that formula, this is a lot of the same, but they trim the fat. It is like straight down to business. It is a lot more open than Assassin's Creed in certain ways. I don't know. I just... I'm enthralled with it, and I did look back at what came out that year, Mm -hmm. and I have to say, I would have named this Game of the Year. We didn't have the podcast, and I didn't play it. (laughs) So, like, it's a moot point. (laughs) But but had the podcast existed, and had you played it, it would have been your Game of the Year. My favorite game that year was Destiny 2, and by the end of the Um, year, I had a pretty adversarial relationship with Destiny 2, because as we know it, it ebbs and flows. You were so excited when that game came out. I remember, because we knew each other at that point. Mm-hmm. So excited. Um, but uh, yeah, I cannot recommend it enough. Sarah, if you're listening, this is for you. Look it up. This game is for you. Finally. Finally. You have been playing a brand new game. Brand new game. Please tell us about Star Wars <laughs> Squadrons. Star Wars Squadrons, first person in a ship. You're in a starfighter, shooting things up. It's great. That's it. End of show. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I was really on the fence about purchasing it because I was like, mm, I don't know. It's like $40. I'm not sure if I'm going to like it. You know, I don't know who's really playing this. Because, you know, I feel like this is like a big, like the multiplayer is the big draw. And I'm just like, if no one's going to play this, I don't want to play with randos. I'm going to get called faggot on Squadrons. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway. uh, So, but then I forgot that I have EA access so I could get the trial. So I did. I was like, yes, I forgot. Uh, So I downloaded the trial. Mm Mm-hmm. Played, I think they give you the first two missions of the story. You play as the Imperial side, and you play as the Resistance side, or Rebels, or whatever the fuck. I don't, they even, they even made a joke about it, too. It was like, well, what are we calling ourselves these days? I don't remember, because I kind of forget where it happens in the timeline. Anyway. I believe it is after the original trilogy and before the newest trilogy. After Return of the Jedi, before The Force Awakens. I don't think that's right because Vader is alive and Leia is alive I think oh well, well they talk but I don't know if it's like well Leia is new- alive after well yeah 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 but so does Vader I wasn't paying that much attention there's a lot of Star Wars okay there's a lot there's a lot it's a lot it's a lot okay <laughs> okay stop stop judging me I thought it was the first order that you were playing as N- Fuck. I'll look it up. It, it doesn't matter. Who cares? It's a fucking Star Wars game, okay? Fair enough. Fair uh, enough. <laughs> they let you play the first two missions within the 10-hour trial, and then uh, they're like, buy the game, or if you don't, play the multiplayer. I did not want to get into the multiplayer because, man, I am not great at flying yet. <laughs> so, it's it, definitely, like, more of a simulation. Yeah, it's definitely more of a sim than arcade which I think is good. It's a good thing. And... Kind of like how when you're playing in like Forza and it's, I mean, Forza, I think definitely falls a little bit harder on the arcadey side if on the quote unquote easier end of how you could play the game. But then you can, you know, take off the assists and make it more difficult. Uh, I think this game is probably more in the mid 
like sim spot and you can do a couple of there's like a few things that you could do to make it a little bit more difficult or like to make it more even more simulation-y uh but definitely more on the sim side definitely not an arcade game and it takes a while to like kind of get used to flying because you're like oh if i do this loop-de-loop i also have to turn the ship around because i want to be upside down and confused as fuck i do that all the time i'm like where the it's like hard to orient yourself in space I'm like, ah, what's going on? There was a really interesting Star Wars YouTube video, which I am not committing to putting into the notes because it is, like, too nerdy uh, for most people. But it was a whole lore video about why and how the ships in Star Wars decided which way to orient themselves for space battles. Because one of the Patreon commenters or something like that was like, when Star Wars ships are fighting, they're always the same orientation. And that wouldn't really happen IRL. Oh. Oh, yeah. Huh. Well, now I want to watch the video. Hmm. So you should, even if, if it's for one listener, which would be me. I don't listen to the show after. <sighs> I will but, you know, look I'm, through my YouTube history and find it. Thank you. Um, you know, it's great. Uh, no aim assist. You got to shoot the things yourself. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you can crash and blow your shit up completely. Kamikaze. Yeah, I mean, like, on accident. I did a, <laughs> It was not an intentional. I was specifically asking. <laughs> it was completely an accident. No, but, like, actually, can you oh, purposefully no, you're crash fucking dead. to do— Well, you can't finish the mission if you're dead. But you respawn, don't you? No, nigga. Not in the not in the story mode anyway. Okay. I don't maybe in the multiplayer, maybe, but not in not what I was doing. It's been so long since I played a Star Wars flying game that I don't remember how they work. I I I have one. I think it actually was a Star Trek flying game. Hmm. It was it's so old on the on the original PlayStation. It might have been a Star Wars. It is so fucking old. I cannot remember. I just remember how it looks. But that's I never it. played like TIE Fighter, and I'm pretty sure that the last one that I played of this genre was uh, Rogue Squadron. You know, I never. I don't. I don't. It hell. It might not have even been a uh, Star Wars game. Hmm. Anywho, uh, it's been a minute. Um, it's fun. It's so much fun. It's so wild. It's so. Unruly, you know, I really just, you know, whipping around. It's fun. Uh, the mechanics are cool. They, you have like, um, one of the mechanics is to like divert power in the ship. Cause I'm always like, that's bullshit. Like they're always like, divert the power to the things. I'm like, what the fuck you mean? It's just the, the thing. But it actually does mean something. Yeah. <laughs> so you can like divert your power to shields and you get more shields. Divert power to engines, you get to speed up. You know, and then you reset it, and blah, blah, blah. so you can, it's fun. To, like Makes sort sense. of pick and choose what you need in a certain thing and change it around. And you're like, oh my god, it's great, fucking great. And <laughs> just, just like that, huh? just like that. Hmm. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with it. The story mode is cool. Definitely more in depth than I thought it was going to be, which is nice. Um, but I'm not that far into it. Oh, I'm just it's fun, and I. If you like flying ships, I highly recommend it, honestly. Like, even right now. I kind of, like, I did the two first missions, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to buy this. The only <laughs> negative things that I've seen have to do with diversity, and not the point that you might think. So Jen pointed out okay. on Twitter, and we boosted on Twitter, so you should read that thread. Um, Link in the show notes. 
the Nazis shouldn't be diverse. Like, why are we trying to diversify fascism? To make a point. I mean, sure, but I I think for the (laughs) most part, in the original uh, series, they were... They were... They were Nazis. Yeah. They were all white. They were all... But, like, was that well, because of what George Lucas intended, or was that... Right. Was, I don't think... I don't know, because all the other niggas was white, too. So, it was, just, it was a lot of yeah. white-on-white violence in the original trilogy, which, <laughs> you know, we don't stand for. <laughs> but, I don't know. It's interesting, because, like, in the first mission, you're, like, on the Imperial side, and, like, your captain, who's black, defects. Mm. Immediately. He's like, nah, this shit is actually kind of fucked up. This is kind of fash. Yeah. He's like, oh, they're, refu- like, they're refugees, right? Like, we hmm. can't do this to refugees. And then he's like, I got a dip. And then if this was, like, in real life, he would just get fired with, you get suspended, no pension. But, uh, you know, in Star Wars, he gets to join the Resistance. Hmm. Well, I'll reserve comment, but we will link to that thread in the show notes. Something to think about. I have to think about that as I finish yeah. the story. And I uh, will think about that when I start it, after I finish Horizon Zero Dawn on October 28th, I'm sure. <laughs> or the day before <laughs> Legion comes out. <laughs> There's definitely just too much to play. Too much to play. Yeah. Well, I think that was a show. I'm inclined to agree, my good gamer friend. Um, If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and make sure most of all that you subscribe on your platform of choice. We're now on Deezer. We are working on Spotify. Like, things are happening. Things are happening! Please also tell a gamer friend, tell as many gamer friends as you'd like, uh, a millionth plug for the Discord. All that info for socials and Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff is in the show notes. It is. Finally. Finally! Thank you very much to our Patreon subscribers. As always, Abner, Nerdy, Sarah, and Emma. We appreciate you. We appreciate y'all so much. And a special shout out this week to Bones of Feet, who do a lot of behind the scenes stuff in Discord. We appreciate y'all. We do appreciate you. Thanks to all of you. We will catch you back here in two weeks. Deuces. This is the third episode in a row. Really? Because how many episodes in a row have you sung over my opener? Deuces. (laughs) 